0: Welcome to the Fundraising Made Easy podcast, your number one source for everything startup fundraising. If you're an entrepreneur looking to raise capital efficiently and effectively, you've come to the right place. Here, we'll teach you how to choose the right team, approach investors properly, review startups, and answer your personal fundraising questions. Now, let's get down to business. Here's your host, Saminder. When you are running a business or when you start a business, you are going to be approached by a lot of people who want to either work with you or you need them to work with you or they want to sell you services. And it's going to happen every day. You will get thousands of messages. Uh, The more famous you become, the more messages you get. But in this podcast, I really want to talk about... Out of those people that you want to work with or the people that approach you, what are some of the people that you should be careful with? So I'm not talking about particular person or name or this. I'm talking in general what to look out for, how to protect yourself to stay focused on your success. So, number one, investors. Oh, that's surprising. But there are two type of investors I would say you should be careful with. Number one, investor that tells you in the first or second meeting we like you we like your idea we want to invest and then drags you on for six months second investor who asks you for money yes you heard that right investor or the person will call themselves investor and will ask you for money for example the person will have some tech company running and they are looking to invest in apps and you approach them and they say okay your app will cost 300,000, you bring 20% and I will invest 80% through my fund. Bullshit. They, they are not investing. Even the 60,000 that you will give them, they're probably making fucking 80% uh, profit out of that. So be careful with that. And the first investor that I said, who will say, I want to invest and they will have money and everything. And then, but you will hear first or second meeting. Okay, we like you. We want to invest. Let's move forward. Then you have a meeting after a week and they say, Hmm, you know, I was discussing with my wife and she had this question and I couldn't answer this question. So how would you say this? How would we do this? And you would end up keep going in circles and circles and circles. Now, how to deal with this? If an investor tells you, okay, we want to invest very early on in the first meeting or second meeting, give them a week or two weeks to think about and come back with all the questions and propose to sign an agreement. Don't waste more time Because what will happen, because they have told you, we will invest, and now you have wasted four months, and then you find another investor who will actually invest, then this first investor will tell you, but we told you we will invest, and a verbal agreement is an agreement. We told you we will invest, and you were like, okay, cool, sounds good. We shook hands. So we have an agreement. Now we had so much costs regarding it. So they will ask you for money if you want to leave. So you are kind of really caught up in this loop that you don't want to be in. So how to deal with it? If an investor tells you early on, okay, we will invest, let's move forward. Tell them, okay, perfect. Let's meet again in two weeks. Think of anything you want to think about. Write down all the questions you have or your family or your team, don't say family or just mention team or your team, any question they have, and we can answer all at once and sign the agreement. And if they don't sign an agreement, tell them in the next meeting that, okay, you know, we can't really give you an exclusivity that you will invest. If you if you will invest, let's invest. If you need more time to think about, think about, but we will, we want to keep our options open. So keep this communication clear and possibly in writing. Write them an email. Hey, it was great meeting you. We are happy that you want to invest. Let's move forward. If you still need more time to think, no problem. Take your time, but we just want to make it clear that we want to keep our options open so we cannot offer you any exclusivity on this, uh, we are still going to continue search, continue our search for investors. And that's all you need to do. But don't waste your time. So, investor who say, I will invest and want to waste time, avoid them. Or a tech company or a marketing person or a company who says, you give me this much money and I'm your co-investor and I will become your tech of all different stories. Avoid these investors. Number two, salespeople. Now, when you are early on in your business, you want to hire salespeople to work on commission basis with you because you don't have money and you can't pay them salaries. That's that's the truth of it. So you start looking for salespeople. Now, I'm just going to tell you one thing that happened with me. I was looking for salespeople to work on commission basis. This girl approached me via LinkedIn. She was living in Spain, had a company registered in UK. Nothing wrong with it. Global economy, I'm all fine with it. I told her I'm only offering commission base. She was like, yeah, that's fine. She has a lot of network. she can bring in. She has this many followers on LinkedIn and all that and, you know, she can create a big impact. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm all in. Let's do it. This is how much commission I will pay you. And then she said, is it also possible for you to pay me a retainer every month? And retainer is a word I'm a bit allergic to. And I was like, retainer, you want upfront payment, but I, I am happy to pay you upfront. But at the end of the month, you know, I want to see how the first month goes. So let's say at the end of the first month, if there is no sale, but you're doing work, I will give you thousand euros but that will be taken out of your commission. So that's my money. That's not your right. And she was like, okay, yeah, that's fine. That's exactly what she wants. That's what she said. Anyway, one month passed. I realized she's screwing up even the leads that I give her. So, and it's like, she was not good at sales. She was not into sales. And anyway, but she was in the meetings and she would write emails. Okay, let's do this. No useful idea, no very good ideas. And it's like, no, she didn't produce any result. Guess what happened? At the end of the month, she said thousand euro and as I promised, I, I sent her a credit note that I will pay you thousand euro. This is an advance payment to be deducted from commission. She was like, she doesn't want advance payment. She wants retainer. I was like, retainer is an advance payment for your work. And she was like, no, but I have worked so much. So summary of it, what she did, she was asking me for money for the hours that she has spent. And I was like, that's not our agreement. I want to pay for the produced results. I don't want to pay for your hours you spend. You know, that's not our deal. I made it clear in the beginning, but she was like, she wanted that thousand euro. And I was like, no, I'm not gonna pay you a dime. Do whatever you want, you know? But so, be careful with these people. Make these things clear, retainers. A lot of people in this industry will ask you retainers and in the end they will charge you these retainers by the hours and not adjust it in the commission. People who are good at sales and who know they will sell, they will not ask you for retainer because they know they will get commission in sales anyway. And because they are good, they are financially a bit more stable as well because they are already selling some other products. So they are not exclusively working for you. So any salespeople or this who ask you for retainer, careful, it's a big sign. Okay, they are not doing good financially, whatever reason they have, but they're they definitely not selling. That's the, that's the one thing that I got out of my there are few experiences that happen. I just mentioned one, but that's what I got out of it. Okay, so investors, two type of investors, salespeople, what another? Consultants. A lot of consultants would approach you that, hey, you are missing your mission statement, you're missing this. Be careful. Don't hire consultants. Investors don't like consultants when you have an early stage startups of consultant investors don't like. Make your investors your consultant. And I've discussed it in a bit more detail in other podcasts. Go listen to it. So yeah, Consultants. Next topic is co-founders. You should be careful with co-founders. Yes, because investors will ask you a lot of questions related to co-founders if you don't know them for long, if you don't do this. And one of the biggest thing you should be careful when looking for a co-founder is, is the co-founder on the same wavelength as you are into business? Are they willing to sacrifice the same? So be clear, you can't pay them upfront or I am approaching this investor. And for the first three months, there will be no salary. But within three months, we'll finalize this investor and then I can start paying you. And some of the people would agree with you that, okay, let's do it. But then after one or two months, they will start coming back to you that, hey, I need some money and I need this and I need this. I had this co founder, I hired this one guy as a co founder from India. And that wasn't a very pleasant experience. So, and I had one guy from Netherlands as well in my previous startup, it wasn't a good experience. So they, they start with, okay, I don't have to pay them first three months and then second month comes and they start coming up with reasons and reasons and reasons. And then they make up all kind of stories that, hey, maybe you can tell me that you will pay me and I can record and show it to the bank and don't do any of this. If you hear any of these excuses, walk away because you need yourself to stay focused on your business and if any of this is distracting you from that just get rid of these distractions anything that takes away from your focus of your business any team member anything they need to deal with their own problems themselves that's not your headache your headache is the company that you are starting stay focused another business partners a lot of people would want to be your business partners now business collaborations are you going to need because they have certain customers you want access to but certain business partners will come and say hey we can sell your products we can do this and this you know be careful i'm warning you they will only end up damaging you be very clear right from the beginning what value they add and if it's costing you money be whether they say you are co-investing don't fall for co-investment that they will invest 100000 and you will invest 20 if you are investing 20000 just have it in written and very clear understanding of what are you getting for that 20000 Forget about what they say, how they much will invest, what you are investing and how much you are getting. Same applies to investors, salespeople, consultants, co-founder, consultant, just don't even think about them. Co-founders, business partners. And co-founders, I would say, if you don't get salary, they don't get salary. That's how it should be. And if they, if they don't agree, look for somebody else, you know. So just to summarize what we discussed people you should be careful with investors who waste your time and investors who ask who ask you for money salespeople asking for retainer make it very clear don't pay retainers to any salespeople and consultants don't hire consultants you don't need them their only job is to make you insecure so that they keep making money co-founders co-founders who start coming up with who agrees to work for free and then start coming up with excuses to make money or they are not good get rid of them Business partners, be very clear what value that business partner would add and never ever in your business offer exclusivity to anyone early on because the moment you give somebody exclusivity, they will control your business in that market, not you. Thanks for listening to the Fundraising Made Easy podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. For more information, check out investornations.com. Until next time, stay hungry, learn early, and good luck.